open eyes that we may see to follow the Johnson Moore here, and today for Daily Devotional, we are reading Exodus 17, 1 through 16. And Exodus 17, 1 through 16 is their first challenge as a people. The first challenge as a people, as together. And they have to learn how to work together in order for them to survive. And this is another 
another segment in their lives where it's not all about God is trying to teach them another segment in their lives where it's not all about me giving you, but you have to do something in order to survive in this wilderness. So, let's get into this chapter. Exodus 17, 1-16. And once you get your books, your Bibles, your tablets, whatever you use to read your word. Okay? So, let's dive into this. And let's see what the Lord has done for the Israelites this time. Okay? Alright, babies. Let's get busy. Today, Exodus 17, 1 through 16. Exodus 17, 1 through 16. And it reads, And all the congregation of the children of Israel journeyed from the wilderness of sin after their journeys according to the commandment of the Lord and pitched in Raphadim, and there was no water for the people to drink. Wherefore the people did chide with Moses and said, Give us water that we may drink. And Moses said unto them, Why chide ye with me? Wherefore do ye tempt the Lord? And the people thirst there for water. And the people murmured against Moses and said, Wherefore is this that thou hast brought us up out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our cattle with thirst? And Moses cried unto the Lord, saying, What shall I do unto this people? They be almost ready to stone me. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go on before the people and take with thee of the elders of Israel and thy rod wherewith thou smotest the river take in thine hand and go behold I will stand before thee there upon the rock in Horeb, Horeb and thou shalt smite the rock and there shall come water out of it that the people may drink. And Moses did as in the sight of the elders of Israel. And he called the name of the place Massah and Meribah because of the chiding of the children of Israel and because they tempted the Lord, saying, Is the Lord among us or not? Then came Amalek and fought with Israel in Raphadim. And Moses said unto Joshua, Choose us out men and go out. Fight with Amalek. Amalek. And tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in mine hand. 
So Joshua did as Moses had said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. And it came to pass when Moses held his hand, held up his hand, that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands were heavy, and they took a stone and put it under him. And he sat thereon, and Aaron and Hur stayed up his hands, the one on the one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. And Joshua discomforted Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. And the Lord said unto Moses, Write this for a memorial and a book, and rehearse it in the ears of Joshua, for I will utterly put out the remembrance of Amalek, Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar and called the name of it Jehovah Nisi. For he said, because the Lord has sworn that the Lord will have war with Amalek, Amalek from generation to generation. I have read Exodus 17, 1 through 16. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you to say thank you. We thank you because you are always there for us. No matter what we're going through, you're always there for us. You show us with your signs and wonders and prophecies that you are there for us no matter what. Thank you, Lord, for fighting our battles. Thank you, Lord, for fighting our thoughts. Thank you, Lord, for fighting our words that we want to speak out of our mouth. Thank you, Lord, for taming our tongues when we want to say things, but you say it is, it is best not to say anything. And just leave it up to me to handle it. You fight our battles. You fight everything for us. You do everything for us. And Lord, we are so grateful. Lord, we thank you for this day that thou hast made. May you add a blessing to the reading of your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen. Amen and amen. All right, now let's dive into this one. Now we see that children of Israel seem like they just is never satisfied, right? And now they're complaining about water again. 
and their souls are just not understanding how God works yet. They still have doubt in their heart. They still have doubt in their mindset. And and it is a thing of when you take people that are so dependent on somebody else doing something for them, it's so hard for them to understand and now it's your turn to do for yourself. You have to do for yourself. This is the this is what they're learning in the wilderness is everything is not going to be given to you like it was in Egypt. You're going to have to work for it. You're going to have to you're going to have to have you're going to have to work with the Lord in order to survive this journey on your own. That's just like the relationship I had with my grandmother, where she lived with me for 40 years, and she took care of me, and I could always go home, and I could always eat, and I could always take a bath, and I could always take a shower, and I learned that if you do not pay bills, you cannot survive. You won't have shelter if you don't pay rent or mortgage. You can't eat if you don't have money to go buy food and groceries, so you have to work. But... The thing is, is the people of Israel are not understanding that. They have to work. They have to get up. They have to do for themselves. And God is being their provider, even though they're not in the land of Egypt. So now they have this thing of somebody need to take care of us. Every five minutes is they need something. They need something. And they're not happy with what they have. And they're, and they're murmuring about what they don't have and they still are in this propensity have this propensity to uh go to somebody Moses who is leading them and they murmur and they murmur and they they and and Moses is being their stepfather and God is the father and when one can't do the other goes Moses when when they murmur to Moses Moses like, what am I going to do with these people? Every five minutes, they want in something. Every five minutes, they need this, or they need that, and they need this, and they need that. And it's like, Jesus, you know, they, they like Jesus, you know. They, you know, and, and, and it's a thing of, that's just like when we need Jesus. We call him every five minutes for something. That we know if we took our mindsets to really sit down and think about, we could solve our problems ourselves if we just had common sense. If we use common sense. So, Moses goes to God on their behalf, and God tells him, tells Moses what to do about the water. And Moses solves that problem. And then you got this, then all of a sudden it's, you got enough, you you come, you first they're murmuring and now they have to turn around and change their mindset and go into battle with Amalek. Amalek and his armies. And this is another test for them. Well now, they have to be ready for battle. Remember that the Israelites were in a land where they were slaves. They didn't have to battle. They 
they had to battle they had to battle Pharaoh because Pharaoh was an overseer and he gave them hard labor but they never fought but they they never had to fight before for their freedom they never they never had to come and do it themselves so now it's time for you for them to do it for themselves and then we he then we see the introduction introduction of Joshua We will learn later on down the road that Joshua has a significance in the role with Moses and Aaron. But we'll talk about that later. And Joshua and Aaron and Moses have to go up on the hill and help Aaron and Aaron and Joshua. And Moses go up on the hill. And Moses has to stand with his staff stretched out. And so in order for Moses not to have to stand all day, they put a rock underneath him so he could sit. But he still has to have his hands up. He has to have his hands up. And so Aaron and Joshua are standing there holding his hands up when his hand, he gets tired in order for uh the Israelites to win this battle. Now when when Moses takes his hands down, the Amalite, Am, Amalek, Amalek, they have prevailed. But when Moses holds his hands over his staff, when they're standing there, uh Aaron and Joshua stand there and help him, the Israelites prevail. He has chosen a particular group of men to go the men. This is where we see where they have to go into this battle and we have to use our men, not the women, the men. See, men are sent out to protect the livestock. They are, are sent out to protect uh, your, stand your ground. They are, they, men are the leaders in the community and they are required to stand in the place of when something comes upon the women and the children to protect it. And in this instance, they prevail. And even Joshua gets to go out and fight too. So, in this this uh, this segment, we see that a battle is taking place, and and this is another show of power for God. God has to show His power again for the Israelites to understand who he is and what he stands for when it comes to them. And Moses makes a memorial. He builds an altar and calls it Jehovah Nisi. Builds an altar 
and calls it Jehovah Nisi. Where is he? God is going to fight my battle. And this is so important because who you got on your side when you come, when, when something comes up against you and you feel like it's going to overtake you, who do you have in your corner? Who do you have in your corner when when people talk about you, when people slander your name, when people come up against you and want to fight you physically? Who do you call? Who do you got standing beside you? Who can be your backbone when you need help? God is making them work all together. It's a together thing. It's not no me against the world. It's God holding your holding you up during a battle with maybe your best friends or somebody that, that he knows that will have your back when things get rough. Like, I'll give you this example. Say you... We all know about the pandemic, right? And before the pandemic, we had all these friends over our house and we we they come over and eat every weekend or they come over and spend time with you and they come over and you know and y'all chit chatting, chilling, everything, everything's fine. And then the pandemic comes along and then your money get kind of funny and then you figure out, okay you need help with certain bills or something like that or you need food you need food or you you gotta you know gotta put gas in your car and and you are trying to figure out how am i going to survive this pandemic and then you call around to everybody that used to come in your house and hang out come in your house hang out eat up your food you know, y'all chilling, you know, and it was back and forth type of thing, you know, back and forth type of thing. And then, you know, and you had these friends that come over and they maybe have like one or two close, close friends. And then uh, you you know that they, they'll stand in the gap for you if you ever need anything. The pandemic is like this battle. I, who gonna stand with me when I'm in this pandemic? While I'm going through the pandemic, while I'm going through this rough patch, regardless of a pandemic or not, who's gonna have my back in case I I, I can't uh I can't um, pay a car note or check pay my light bill or gas? This is the scenario that I could I could actually parallel with this this verse this chapter because you think about it. Who are you going to count on in your battle? You know, you got some people own businesses and some, you know, some of your friends don't have, don't have their own businesses. But the friend that works a regular job and works for somebody else, say that job prior to them or, or lay them off. And the person that owns a company say, oh, man, come on here. I, I help you. I help you. Come on. You can work in my company. You can work for me. You can still, that way, you can still have food on your table, pay your bills and things of that nature. Who you got, who who do you have in your corner that'll do that for you? See, we really find out who our friends are when we, in, we get into a tight spot. 
are they gonna hold us up are they gonna help us or are they just gonna be okay well i can't do nothing for you i can't do nothing for you i've got no money you know i i you know i'm, I'm struggling to pay bills myself but God always strategically put someone there to show us that I'm here for you. And those are the people that you want to keep. Such as, in Moses' case, Aaron and Joshua. Joshua new to the scene. We see Joshua just being introduced. We haven't heard nothing about Joshua except for in generational, uh, the generational, uh, the generational uh, family lineage. But up until now, now we're going to see Joshua more often. I want you to think about that today. Who's going to have your back when it's time for you to fight a battle? Who's going to be there for you when you've lost your job and you can't pay bills? Who's going to be there for to support you morally, emotionally, emotionally, physically? Not just with money, but... Have you ever have you ever noticed that when things get hard, people disappear and they don't call no more. They don't call. They call slack up. They don't visit. They don't say hi. They don't, you know. And it's it's that's how reality is. You find out who your friends are when you become engulfed in a battle. So I want you to take that with you today. And I want you to apply that to your life and sit back and think about during this pandemic, who could you count on? Who was in your corner? Who was helping you? Who who tried to, you know, even, they not have to spend money, but lead you to another job or lead you to something that will make you some income or try to help you out as much as you can. Like, okay, let's go to the food bank. I'm going to the food bank today, you know. Because I've noticed that was an increase during the pandemic when people would turn around and the pandemic showed people who had food and who didn't. Who could afford to go grocery shopping and who didn't. No. Oh, I'll watch your kids. I'll take your kids to school one day. Then y'all do carpooling. Or, um, okay, well, send your kids over my house and we could our homeschool them. All my kids, we, you know, and... Some, some, you know, things change. Things change during the pandemic. And it showed a lot about the tenacity of people and what they're willing to stand for and what they're not. So, think about it. Who's going to have your back in a time of need? And who's going to stand there and hold your hand and hold you up when you have, you know, you, you had this battle where I'm fighting this this depression or I'm fighting this, or uh, I'm fighting anxiety or I'm fighting uh, certain things that have come up against me and I'm tired. And you get tired and somebody else hold you up. All right, babies. So, thank you for listening to Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast. Today's episode has been Daily Devotional Exodus 17, 1-16. And I want you to go out and have a blessed day. Go out and have a, have a nice time. Enjoy life. Life is too short to be sitting at home miserable. Okay? 
and check on your friends check on them see how they're doing what you're doing you know do you you know you need anything you know it's it's we can't live in this world alone okay all right babies i love y'all and y'all have a blessed day now bye-bye everyone, Sharice Johnson Moore here, owner and CEO of LBMTV. At LBMTV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally, We're located on the C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy positive, uplifting programming for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you. Hello, 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 Sharice Johnson-Moore here, and I have something special for you, okay? I'm starting a new streaming channel, and it is entitled LBM TV, okay? So, I want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people, okay? You know how many people that is that you could advertise your business to, that you could put yourself on front of the people to be seen. 4.5 million people. Oh my God, that's a lot of people, right? So, I'm opening the door for all of those that would like to advertise on my TV channel, LBM TV, an opportunity to really get in front of the people you can contact with contact me through lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details okay so i want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people okay so that's on a daily basis and I wanted to let you know that I support all businesses, okay? So come on in, come on in the room and get seen on TV, okay? All right, babies, I love you. <laughs>